The lead-up to the 2021 NFL Draft was not filled with a lot of hope and optimism for fans of the Chicago Bears. The team was sitting with the 20th overall pick, and veteran Andy Dalton was being hailed as the team's best quarterback option moving forward after he inked a one-year deal with the team. Reports had surfaced prior to the draft that the McCaskey family was not going to let general manager Ryan Pace mortgage the future in order to move up for a quarterback, so many fans were trying to convince themselves that someone like Davis Mills or even Kellen Mond could be an answer in the second round. On the night of the first round of the draft, the first 10 selections came off the board before it was revealed that the Bears had trade up to the 11th overall pick, and then this happened. Boy, how exciting is this? With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. I am your host, Matt Yurick, and in this bonus episode of what we're calling Bears Wonders, I'm going to take a look back at Chicago's bold decision to trade up for quarterback Justin Fields in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. As mentioned earlier, the Bears appeared far more poised to come away with a second or third round quarterback in the 2021 NFL Draft than a first round quarterback in the weeks and days leading up to the big day. Chicago had already moved on from former first round pick Mitch Trubisky during the offseason, and they also added veteran Andy Dalton on a one year deal worth $10 million. Not long after Dalton's signing became official, the team revealed that Dalton would go into the year as the team's starting quarterback. Because of the title that was bestowed upon Dalton, a developmental quarterback appeared to be the most likely option for Chicago. And so as the draft drew nearer, reports started to surface that the Bears quote, badly wanted to move up to get a quarterback in the draft. After watching Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance go with the first three selections to the Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Jets, and the San Francisco 49ers, many did not believe that Fields would slip past some of the other teams on the board inside the top 10. What followed next was a great series of events if you're a Chicago Bears fan. The Cincinnati Bengals and Miami Dolphins held the next two selections, but given that they had used first-round picks on quarterbacks last year, it was highly unlikely they would be taking a quarterback in the 2021 NFL Draft. After both teams skipped on taking a quarterback, the next real threat to select fields was the Detroit Lions with the 7th overall pick. The Lions had dealt Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams during the offseason and received Jared Goff back in return, but there were some questions about whether or not Goff could be the long-term solution in Detroit. The Lions ultimately selected offensive lineman Penny Sewell, opening up the Carolina Panthers to potentially select Fields with the 8th overall pick. The Panthers previously made a deal with the New York Jets in the offseason to acquire former third overall pick Sam Darnold via a trade, and that led to Carolina opting to select South Carolina cornerback J.C. Horn with the eighth overall pick. Following that selection, all eyes turned to the Denver Broncos at ninth overall. The team had previously used a second round pick on Drew Locke in 2019 and had just traded for Teddy Bridgewater's days before the draft. But what made the Broncos one of the most intriguing teams in the entire draft was a report that leaked prior to the first round beginning. Hours ahead of the draft, 
ESPN's Adam Schefter dropped this bombshell on Twitter, writing, Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he has told some within the organization that he does not want to return to the team, league and team sources told ESPN on Thursday. Then, just minutes before the draft began, Mark Schlereth, a former offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos turned media personality, said on the radio that the Broncos were likely to move on from the ninth overall pick because they were getting close to getting a deal to acquire Rodgers. Schlera said at the time a potential deal was, quote, as close to a done deal as it can be. Nothing ended up coming of that report on draft night, and the Broncos ended up selecting Alabama cornerback Patrick Sertan II. The Dallas Cowboys then sat on the clock at number 10. In what ended up being a rare interdivisional trade, Dallas set the 10th overall pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia then proceeded to select Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith, then opening the door for a trade to come to be between the Bears and the New York Giants. The Giants had reportedly coveted Smith, but when he was no longer available, it freed up general manager David Gettleman the opportunity to do something he never does on draft day. Trade down. With Fields still on the board, Bears general manager Ryan Pace sent the 20th overall pick and Chicago's 5th round pick in 2021, along with its 1st round pick and 4th round pick in the 2022 NFL Draft to move up to the 11th overall spot. The television pundits debated in the moment whether it be Fields or Alabama quarterback Mac Jones before Fields was revealed to be the choice. At the conclusion of draft night, Pace told the media he had three plans for the draft, noting his first plan was to see a quarterback fall and move up to go get him, and then he also said his second plan was to trade back and accumulate more picks, and the third move would be to stay put at number 20 and still get a really solid player. He then noted he was really happy that the first plan came to life. What makes all of this so interesting is everything had to go right for this scenario to work out in Chicago's favor. The 49ers had to take Trey Lance third overall, the Lions, Panthers, and Broncos all needed to pass on selecting a quarterback despite having a need, and Philadelphia's eagerness to move up to number 10 led to the Giants being willing to move back. After the first round concluded, it was then revealed that another NFC North team had their eyes on that number 11 pick. Dan Dugan from The Athletic revealed that the Minnesota Vikings made an offer to the Giants to move up from number 14 to number 11, but the Bears ultimately offered a better deal. Chad Graff, also of The Athletic, noted that Minnesota tried to move up to the number 11 spot to take offensive lineman Rashawn Slater. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk noted the Vikings were interested in selecting Fields at number 14 had he still been on the board. For the first time in a long time, it feels as though everything went right for the Bears in the 2021 NFL Draft. Obviously now the big question mark is whether or not Fields can live up to the hype of being a first round quarterback. The talented signal caller spent one year at Georgia before transferring to Ohio State in 2019. 
He threw for 3,273 yards with 41 touchdowns and three interceptions en route to leading the Buckeyes to a Big Ten championship and a spot in the college football playoffs. Then, in a shortened season due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Fields completed 70% of his passes for 2,100 yards with 22 touchdowns and six interceptions in 2020. One of his defining moments came in the college football playoff against Clemson. He dominated in the victory by completing 22 of his 28 passing attempts for 385 yards with six touchdowns and one interception. He also ran the ball eight times for 42 yards. Despite his strong final season at Ohio State, Fields' stock appeared to drop in the spring of 2021. Some rumors suggested he didn't love the game enough, and it was also later revealed that he suffers from epilepsy. A day before the NFL draft, Ohio State head coach Ryan Day made it clear that Fields shouldn't be questioned, tweeting, Justin's health, toughness, and work ethic have never been an issue, and I'm incredibly proud of his professionalism and the character he displays on and off the field. The fact that he never missed a game at Ohio State speaks volumes about how he takes care of himself. When it comes to the Bears, they're clearly not worried about some of the questions that others have had about their new young quarterback, and head coach Matt Nagy is excited to get to work with him. We can all see he is a complete quarterback who has a ton of intangibles, Nagy said after the draft concluded. While Fields gives the Bears and fans hope for the future, Nagy knows it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Nagy was in Kansas City when the Chiefs selected Patrick Mahomes and developed him behind veteran Alex Smith, and he's not ruling out that possibility with Fields and the veteran quarterbacks on the roster. After the draft concluded, Nagy had this to say about that exact scenario, saying, quote, So how great is it that for a young rookie to come on in and learn from a guy like Andy and Nick Foles and see there's things that he can take from them and really put into his toolbox and use to make him to be the greatest quarterback he can possibly be? As everybody's talked about, I went through that in 2017. So is it going to be the same thing? I don't know. But at least we have some type of blueprint to at least work off of and be able to just kind of use that to start and see where it goes. As is the case with any young quarterback, there's no way of knowing just how good Fields will be until he steps foot on the field. Bears fans have long been burned by the idea of the organization having found the one when it comes to the quarterback position. Guys like Jim Harbaugh, Caden McNown, Rex Grossman, and Mitchell Trubisky have all been propped up as the future in Chicago. Do we know that Fields will buck that trend? Of course not, but for once, Ryan Pace does not deserve criticism for his decision to move up and select Fields. Pace also deserves credit for his other picks in the 2021 NFL Draft. The team traded up to select offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins in the second round, and many believe that he was a lock to be a first-round pick. Jenkins has the skill set to become a long-term starter at either tackle position along the offensive line for years to come. The Bears did not hold another selection until the fifth round and took Missouri offensive lineman Larry Borum with the 151st overall pick. Like Jenkins, Borum has a bit of a mean streak on the field and is projected to give the Bears versatility along the offensive line. 
When the sixth round came along, the Bears selected Virginia Tech running back Khalil Herbert with the 217th overall pick. He'll add plenty of depth to Chicago's running back room behind David Montgomery, Damian Williams, and Tariq Cohen, and he's also expected to compete as a return man, a position the Bears need help at following the departure of Cordero Patterson. Chicago once again added another offensive piece just a few picks later with the selection of North Carolina wide receiver Daz Newsom, the 221st pick. He gives the Bears more speed in the position, and he also has a strong track record in the return game. Cornerback Thomas Graham Jr. opted out of the 2020 season, and he slid to the Bears in the sixth round. A ball hawk at Oregon who racked up eight interceptions in three years, Graham will have a chance to compete for playing time early in his career given the lack of proven depth at the position. The Bears then capped off the 2021 draft by selecting nose tackle Kyrus Tonga in the seventh round. The former BYU standout is set to be a backup to starting nose tackle Eddie Goldman moving forward. Numerous outlets gave the Bears high marks for their draft, but time will obviously tell if this class, and Fields in particular, ends up on a future Bears Blunder episode, but we certainly hope not. Once again, I am Matt Yurick, and thank you for listening to this episode of Bears Blunders. If you like the podcast and you want to help us out in a free way, be sure to like us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, be sure to send us an email at bearsblunder at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at Matt Yurick. Bears Blunders is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. You can also find me on Twitter, at Matt Yurick. All royalty-free music is available from Adobe Stock and Mixkit.co.